the interest in women's sports is undeniable. It really makes very little logical sense. It's it's just uh, journalism going by the momentum that's been established over, over the decades. This market is changing, and it's changing favorably for women. Hello all, and welcome back to Second Class Citizens. This episode will address the media coverage of women's sports. Or should I say, the lack of media coverage. Before we go down that road, I want to make one thing really clear. People want to watch women's sports. Women's sports have a large growing fan base. And in certain sports, women's teams have the fastest growing fan bases. Dr. Cheryl Cookie, a leader in the study of gender, sports, and media, puts it pretty plainly. The interest in women's sports is undeniable. You can't just say, like, oh, well, nobody's interested in women's sports. Numbers don't lie. So here's the evidence. The 2021 Women's College World Series was viewed by an average of 1.2 million people, an average 60% higher than the Men's College World Series. Game one of the finals in this tournament had over 1.8 million viewers, the largest finals game one on record, and showed a 37% increase from the previous championship in 2019. Get this. More people watched game two of this final series than the NHL playoff game between the Islanders and the Bruins held that same day. That's a women's college game getting more viewership than a professional men's playoff game. The 2021 Women's Basketball Tournament also reflected an increase in viewership numbers. The Sweet 16 games averaged the most views since 2013, a 66% increase in viewership from the previous tournament in 2019. These numbers are also not exclusive to college sports. Professional women's sports have also seen increasing viewership. In 2020, the National Women's Soccer League reported a 500% increase in TV viewership and the WNBA reported a 68% increase in average regular season viewership. Nielsen Sports conducted a global survey across eight key markets and found that 84% of general sports fans are interested in women's sports. Of those, 51% were male, which shows that women's sports attract a gender-balanced audience. It's not just women watching women. Here's the reality. If women's sports are covered, people will watch. And more importantly, if women's sports are covered, people want to watch. But people can only watch women if the media covers them. The sport media complex makes it really easy to be a fan, to follow, to get invested in, and to sustain that interest in men's sports. It's not impossible to be a fan of, of, of the women's side. It just it requires more work by the fan themselves, right? And it requires um, a different kind of investment. Yeah, you can find the, you know, the content, but you really have to curate it. For three decades, Dr. Cookie and her colleagues have tracked and analyzed both the quantity and the quality of media coverage of men's and women's sports in TV news and highlight shows. This longitudinal study started in 1989 reveals little change in the disproportional media coverage of women's sports. For example, 95% of all TV coverage in 2019 focused on men's sports. 95%. 2019. 
The majority of the media coverage surrounding sports is dominated by men's basketball, football, and baseball. And even when a woman's sports story is covered in the media, it's a one and done. Surrounded by men's sports stories that precede it, follow it, and are longer and more detailed. This longitudinal study has found that 80% of televised sports news included zero stories on women's sports. 80% of coverage. The proportion of women's sports coverage in the media was less in 2014 than it was when this study first started in 1989. Women's sports coverage was proportionally worse in 2014 than 1989. Let that one sink in. In 2014, 3.2% of TV sports news airtime was allocated to women's sports. And SportsCenter spent as little as 2% of their coverage on women. This same year, there were zero lead stories that focused on women's sports. Zero. In a year. A number that only increased to 2% in 2019. SportsCenter continues to lead the way in not covering women, going a whole month in November of 2019 with no coverage of women's sports at all. Quick reminder, college basketball starts in November. And college basketball has been used throughout this longitudinal study as a useful comparison of men's and women's coverage because the men's and women's tournaments are equivalent events played during roughly the same time period. SportsCenter was back on top again with two hours and 13 minutes or 27 stories focused on the men's tournament while only three minutes and 43 seconds or two stories focused on the women's tournament. I talked with an ESPN director who asked not to be named or have any audio used for this podcast. They told me that this lack of coverage is unacceptable, explaining how women's sports tend to be the first segments dropped from highlight shows, even with the increasing viewership numbers at ESPN. Women's sports coverage on social media is a potential bright spot. Dr. Cookie's longitudinal study looked at social media and found that it was a little bit more diverse and reflected slightly better findings than TV news and highlight shows. The reason for this was social media accounts such as ESPNW, a page dedicated to just women's sports. Overall, the data shows that sports media just doesn't cover women, even when there is evidence of demand for it. As Dr. Andrew Zimbalis, renowned sports economist, states, The media has been largely supine, largely complacent. Our daily newspaper will have on, on the front page of the sports section pictures and headlines about the men's team at UMass losing one game after another. And if yeah. you get to the third or the fourth page of the sports section, you might see a little, a little note that Smith College won our basketball game against Wellesley. It really makes very little logical sense. It's, it's just uh, journalism going by the momentum that's been established ov over the decades. And here's the thing. We haven't always had this data. In the past, when somebody said, well, nobody cares about watching women's sports, there wasn't a lot you could say to refute that. This is Dr. Cookie again. We were reliant upon the very institutions, the very sports industry, um, organizations, the very sport media outlets that had a vested interest in suppressing and containing women's sports. So now we don't have to rely on those kind of mainstream white male dominated spaces 
you know, to tell us whether or not we're interested. We're actually out there saying, no, we are interested. It's also important to note that the quality of coverage matters. As Dr. Elizabeth Daniels points out, female athletes are often seen in much more static poses in sports media. And this is just less exciting and entertaining. It's not just increasing the quantity of coverage, it's also increasing the, or improving the quality of that coverage. Nobody watches women's sports to see a female athlete kneeling, waiting to sub into a game. I see this all the time. They're, they're talking about the athlete while they're showing her kneeling, waiting to sub into a basketball game. And it's like, well, why don't you talk about her while she's doing something interesting yeah. on the court, you know? The viewing experience matters. It's a subtle thing, but it matters. So what's going on? The reason behind the lack of coverage has a lot to do with representation and a supportive culture. Or again, a lack of both. Let's start with the lack of female representation in sports media. The ESPN director, who asked not to be named or have any audio used for this podcast, had a lot to say about this. In our conversation, they talked about how white and male the leadership in sports media is. They told me that it's all white males and that there's not a lot of diversity or females in sports media. They also explained that this lack of diversity matters when it comes to decision-making, saying men know men's sports, they don't know women's sports. And representation matters. This ESPN director told me that if there were more females working at ESPN and in sports television as a whole, there would be more female sports coverage. To make real change, there needs to be enforcement. This will happen when women are at the decision-making table, sitting in the decision-making chairs. So why aren't women in these chairs? How do we go a whole year without a single leading story on women in sports media? A whole year. We have a culture of systemic sexism in sports. The kind of disparities, right, and the persistence of those disparities over time is really rooted in um, systemic sexism. And what does this mean? It means that our society views sports in a masculine context. Dr. Cookie told me that if you look at the development of modern sports in the U.S., the role of sports was really around teaching men how to be real men. Hegemonic masculinity is really intricately tied to the kinds of ways in which sport was um, organized and structured. Hegemonic masculinity is culturally tied to what we think of sports, who we consider to be athletes, and even what constitutes athleticism. In this way, women in sports will always be othered. The stigma and stereotypes that female athletes have to face, even the cultural discourse around sports demonstrates this. In the, the development, the trajectory of modern sports, right, women have always been othered in that context. Um, women athletes, even in 2021, are, are still somewhat um, you know, second-class citizens. Even the way in which male athletes support female athletes demonstrates this. There's a feel-good aspect when you see Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and Jay Crowder sitting courtside at the WNBA Finals supporting the Phoenix Mercury. Every time I see an NBA player wearing an orange WNBA hoodie, it makes me feel good. Sadly, this is rooted in gender inequality itself. That feel-goodness um, is really rooted in um, gender inequality itself, right? And so what, why that feels good to us right, is, is really uh, speaking to the kind of ways in which men's sports still retains, like, cultural supremacy. 
in the United States. Because the reverse just doesn't work. If, um, you know, a prominent uh, WNBA player is at an NBA game, you know, the, the commentators in the broadcast aren't like, oh, and, you know, look who's here. It's Candace Parker. And Candace Parker is a huge fan of, of you know, uh, LeBron James. It doesn't happen because it doesn't have the same effect. The assumption is that people are going to be fans of men's sports, and so we need male athletes to validate women's sports and women's sports fandom. Now, I'm not saying, and neither is Dr. Cookie, that male athletes should stop supporting women's sports. It's fantastic. There just needs to be some more recognition of the message this sends when you congratulate men for supporting women. Like it's something extraordinary rather than something that becomes normalized in our culture. This would be such an easy fix if we could just get rid of all our societal issues. Eradicate sexism and racism and homophobia. <laughs> Unfortunately, nobody has that magic wand, but there is hope. To start with, feminism is much more a part of mainstream culture and discourse. We can have conversations around you know, gender inequality in sports without having to sort of tiptoe around the issues or tiptoe around the language you know if not the the label itself feminism certainly the principles and ideals of feminism are becoming much more part of the world of women's sports this is huge in terms of a path forward where women can hold a culturally accepted place in the world of sports what it really comes to is the media needs to step up and recognize the value of women's sports the media mainstream media um, really need to kind of get on board and, and recognize, you know, sort of where we are as a society, you know, recognize the value of women's sports. There is too much evidence to ignore. The increase in TV ratings, the engagement on social media. People want to watch women's sports. The mainstream media can't push it off and say that no one is interested in women's sports. Those arguments no longer hold water. That line of thinking is completely outdated kind of the dinosaur waiting for the, the extinction to happen. And the idea that the media would be doing this out of a sense of responsibility from a moral standpoint versus a sense of responsibility from a commercial standpoint is just wrong. The audience is there. The interest is there. Um, people want to watch and consume women's sports. So sports media, pull up your socks, hire women in leadership positions, and cover women's sports. 